For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100th Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host, Logan Landers, and today we're going to be talking about the 2022 NFL Draft Recap for the Detroit Lions. So, if you enjoyed this video or this episode of the podcast, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. We have clips for our shows at 100th Football on Instagram and our brand new LinkedIn page. You can interact with us over there as well. And of course, our amazing podcast, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network. Available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can think of, we are available to listen to and download over 900 episodes and counting, over 1,000 plus and counting on Facebook and YouTube. So please go over there. If you got a comment, put it in there, and we will respond to every single one of you because without the fans, none of this is possible. But I can't do this draft recap by myself. I have to bring on a special guest, an amazing writer, an amazing analyst by name of Lenny Chris. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I can't complain one bit. Talking the Detroit Lions today had a lot of hype around them with the 2022 overall draft. Of course, they had the number two selection, and with that, they had edge rusher Aiden Hutchinson not having to go far out of Michigan with the Wolverines. Had a tremendous year. A lot of people thought he could have maybe went number one overall. What were your thoughts on the Lions snagging him with number two overall? I'll be honest because I've – I do cover the uh, Jaguars for sports and culture media. Mm. So even I had Aiden Hutchinson going number one overall because I looked at his draft, like some of his highlights from his time in Michigan. And it just seemed like it was a, it was like with uh, Jadavion Clowney a couple years ago. It just seemed like an obvious number one pick. And when Jaguars went Trayvon Walker, I looked and I was like, well, Aiden Hutchinson has spent time around Detroit. I feel like Detroit has an easier chance to observe him more than they do other players. And it works out, too, because if I'm not mistaken, I think Detroit was ranked like 31st in sacks and like 29th in 
uh, pressure on the quarterback. And Aiden with, I think it was like 14 sacks last year, and I want to say about 4.7 pressures per game on the quarterback. I feel like he fills the spot that they need on that defensive line in order to start their rebuild. Yeah, maybe one of the most athletically gifted defensive linemen we've seen in a long time, like you mentioned, that Jadavion Clowney pick from a couple of years, from a few years ago. And I feel like this is the best place for Hutchinson to fit in at. Like you mentioned, he had the 14 sacks, 16 and a half tackles for loss. That was just last year, mind you. So he's really came into his own an athletic monster. He's long, he's lengthy, he's got great burst and speed. He's going to run through anyone on the offensive line. And I think that this was the best selection that the Lions could go with. Because like you said, Trayvon Walker, he kind of snuck up on people. Um, not a lot of people had him going number one overall after, before the combine. Uh, we knew he was a great player, top 10 player for sure, maybe top five for some people. But then after that combine, he really was starting to creep up and up into those potential top five, top three, potentially number one picks. And he went to uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I like the pick here. He doesn't have to go far. And the fans are already, I'm sure, buying his jerseys. Uh, in droves. I'm sure, I'm sure they've been sold out since the draft happened. Oh, We're yeah. also going to keep it round one. Ten selections later, pick number 12. They went to Alabama and picked Jameson Williams, the wide receiver, roll tied. What were your thoughts on this selection, though? I, uh, While I thought it was a good pick for the first round, mm-hmm. I still feel like they they shouldn't have moved up because they were originally the 32nd overall pick. Due to the Matthew Safford trade that sent him to L.A. And I feel like if they had traded up, I feel like Chris Olave would have been a great selection. Because they were also looking at him from what I heard. But, I mean, Jameson Williams having been in that Alabama offense, I feel like being around Saban, I feel like he's learned a good amount. And yes, he did tear his ACL, so we probably won't see him for maybe, maybe the first three or four weeks in the NFL season. But I feel like he's a, the deep pass threat that Detroit needs. And this is uh, what I've learned. This is their first time taking a wide receiver in the first round since Calvin Johnson wow. in two thousand eight. Been quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has. But I feel like they've also been looking at the undervalued fourth and seventh round picks that, oh, well, maybe we can get kind of like Amon Ross St. Brown mm-hmm. last year. So I feel like this is a good selection, but I don't think they should have moved up as much as they did. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, St. Brown, who they got last year. He was a really good player, um, and I, I think that he is still on up and up. They got Williams, who, let's be honest, if he, if he hadn't gotten hurt in the national championship game, I feel like he was still going to be the top receiver, if not one of the top receivers in the draft. Um, he's super explosive, a dynamic playmaker, big play guy, and like I said, we hope he can come back from that ACL injury 100% because he was electric in college. And, I mean, if, if he can even be 90% of what he was, he's still going to be a very good player. Like I said, hopefully he comes back healthy. He is probably going to miss a little bit of time, but I think the the Lions see the upside in this as opposed to, eh, we'll, we'll take a few years of good production as opposed to missing a couple of weeks. So best of luck to him. We'll see what he can do. Then we're going to go pretty defense heavy for the remainder of the draft. 
we got the first pick, Josh Pascal, the edge rusher out of Kentucky, round two, pick number 46 overall. What were your thoughts on this and how is this going to help help out the Lions defensive line? I feel like um, I feel like Josh Pascal is a really good, you know, at least tackle wise. He was one of the best at Kentucky. He had 137 career tackles, which I feel would be essential for third down stops just to try to get that turnover. And, you know, with Detroit having 27 and a half points per game last year, their their defense was allowing so much that they were just getting overwhelmed early. And then by the time the third and fourth quarter came around, they just gave up. So with these additions so far, I feel like their defensive line is not going to be like top 10, but I could see the potential of a top 15 defense. And maybe this year, but definitely within a few next few seasons. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see how they can do. I mean, this this defensive line has a ton of depth at it now. There's a lot of really young pieces who we don't know who's going to get started. They might just have a carousel go in and out each week. Because um, like, like I said, they got Okora, so, and then Hutchinson, too. They're already going to be there. So we'll see mm-hmm. how he can do. Uh, like I said, Pascal, he's got good speed. Doesn't have the best pass rushing moves, but he's got really good speed and power. So he can develop that in, in, in the next level, hopefully. Um, but we'll see how he can do. But I don't know how I feel about this pick per se. I feel like they maybe could have went uh, maybe a different selection. But overall, I think, I think Josh Pascal, it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up in the depth chart and uh, how many snaps he can get this upcoming season. We're going to go round three, pick 97 overall out of Illinois. We have Kirby Joseph. What were your thoughts on this selection from the with the uh, fighting Illini? Well, with uh, with uh, having Tracy Walker and Deshaun Elliott, I feel like that would add to a very underrated uh, secondary mm-hmm. because, you know, he didn't really have the stats that, stand, that exactly stood out last year. With only five interceptions and I want to say maybe like two or three forced fumbles, he wasn't really involved in the Illinois defense. But I feel like with some development in the next few years, he could turn into maybe a top five safety. With, I mean, I would say that would be his ceiling. But if we're talking realistically, maybe a top 10 to top 20 safety mm-hmm. with the right development. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who I think it was a good pick for them overall. Um, he's a great coverage player. Not the best in run tackling, run defense. But as a safety, I feel, especially with how heavy the passing league is nowadays, I feel like they're going to utilize uh, Joseph in a good amount of snaps, good amount of plays. And I think overall it's a good value pick for getting close to pick 100 overall. And like you said, he's got a very high ceiling. So we'll see how he can produce over the next couple of seasons. We're going to go tight end James Mitchell up next. Round five, pick 177 with the Hokies out of Virginia Tech. So once again, the final offensive piece um, in in this draft for the Lions. How is he going to slide into that tight end room? I feel, well, with uh, James Mitchell, I feel like this is a depth. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry, I cannot talk to that. (laughs) This is a depth position because TJ Hawkinson, he's been a really good tight end for the Detroit Lions. But last year, 
I feel like injury kind of like injury issues hit him a lot. So they're looking for somebody that they can be like, oh, well, if Hawkinson's out for three weeks, we can put Mitchell in. And like, it would be pretty much essentially for like, let's say it's, it's like third and five, you need a first down. Mm. I feel like he's essential because he. Sorry, my my notes are kind of. Oh, it's all good. Um, his size is more utilized, but I feel like if he works on his speed, he could essentially be a tight end too, just to help out wherever needed. You know. Right, and I, I like like I said, this is a depth piece for sure. They got Hawkinson, who who's on the up and up. I think. And like I said, he, he didn't have he didn't play much last season, only two games before he had knee sin, knee surgery to end the year. So someone who has come back from an injury, he's gonna be used more in probably a blocking awareness. He's six four, close to two fifty. Yeah. Uh, he's got good zone awareness, some solid lead blocking. So we're not gonna see a whole lot of him uh in terms of just this season. But we could see him, like I said, in a couple of schemes if you, you need Hawkinson to get a rest, or like I said, always an injury piece. So he could definitely slide in, I think, and be a, a quality backup uh for, for a few years. We're going to back on defense for the rest of the draft. Malcolm Rodriguez, the linebacker from Oklahoma State with the Cowboys. Round six, pick 188 overall. How is this selection? How, did, how is this going to help out the linebacking core, Lyndon? I I believe this will help out the linebacking core due to his, uh, his dominant, but I would say consistent play on the mm-hmm. pass defense. Which Detroit Detroit does lack a lot on, but that's just due to them being in the midst of a rebuild. They've never really had they've always had like key pieces, but it's never been it's been key pieces but not the right pieces, if if that makes any sense. Right, I got you. Like it's more players that they could utilize down the road with the right pieces now. And Malcolm Rodriguez is more of a piece that will fit, but if you get more line, like more veteran linebackers to help mentor him, mm-hmm. I think that's where he will strive. Yeah, and I mean, this is a guy who was under the radar. He fell to the sixth round because of pretty much his size. He's undersized, five uh, eleven, two thirty on a good day. So he is a little bit smaller statue for a linebacker, but mm-hmm. he is a trem- He's got great vision, good discipline. A very good tackler as well. He can get from gap to gap with top tier speed. So I think that, like I said, even though he's a little bit smaller, he's not the most consistent tackler, but he's not afraid to go after it either. So mm-hmm. I like the speed for this guy. I like the pickup for the Lions. And like I said, even though he's a little bit shorter, it don't matter. As long as you got that heart, that fight that Matt that uh, Malcolm Rodriguez has, I think he'll he'll fight he'll fit in nicely. I think it's a good pick overall for the sixth round. Kind of like go ahead. I was I was sorry about that. I was just going to say he kind of has the size of like a Mika Fitzpatrick yeah, a or bit, a bit, yeah, yeah. kind of like a J.C. Jackson kind of like size. Yeah, and we're gonna go with his uh, now his hopefully buddy on the linebacking core as opposed to just fierce rival. We got James Houston, the other linebacker from Jackson State University, round pick or round six, pick two seventeen overall. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, um, I've been following Jackson State for the last month or so. 
And I've been watching some highlight films with uh, Houston in it. And, you know, his run defense is actually probably the most underrated out of all of the six-round picks. Because mm. I feel like I feel like he's more able with his size to get the stop on the running back. Like, more kind of like trying to stop Marshawn Lynch at the line. But I feel like he would have a better chance to stop someone not the size or the power of Marshawn, but at least close to what we have. Right. You know, not the Derrick Henry types, but more the you know, you know what I mean. Just like yeah. the lower tier Derrick Henrys. Right. And I mean, this is a guy who you know, obviously with the Jackson State, they've got a lot of press around them for a certain head coach. Uh, we all know who he is. Yes, but six foot two forty four. He's got great verticals for a guy his size. A thirty nine inch vertical, uh, thirty four inch arms. So a very, like you said, a very solid run blocker as well. Um, Sixteen and a half sacks, twenty four and a half tackles for loss this past year. Very productive, very nice. Um, and he is a relentless speed rusher. He is going to go at it one hundred percent. So really good pick here. I think back to back linebackers. I think they got really good value for both these selections. And now the final selection for the Detroit Lions in their 2022 draft. We go Chase Lucas, cornerback from Arizona State University. Round seven, pick number 237. Lennon, what was your thoughts on their final selection? I feel like with uh, Chase Lucas, their, their, their cornerback uh, core, other than I would say Jeff Okuda, mm-hmm. is probably very underrated. So it brings a depth position that they can kind of mold because he 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 will be good for more of a pass defense when it's like a cover three or cover four defense, um, which the Lions, Lions tend to use a cover four more than they use most. But I feel like his speed enable his ability to track down the ball is going to be key in an order to kind of boost their defensive stats. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see how he can do. He's a little bit older. He's 25 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because he's a little bit older doesn't mean that he is, you know, on the on the downside by any means. A little bit undersized, 180. Uh, but he's got really good explosiveness, was a locker room leader, Arizona State. He's going to add a good quality there. He's going to be a sparky player, someone you can throw in at any point, I think, and he will get it going. So, like I said, got good physical traits. He can transition good. He's a good player on the ball and man coverage, too. So, we'll see how we can do. But overall, I think I like this pick as their final selection round seven. Like I said, their cornerback room is very good low-key. So, we'll see how they can uh, – how all these gentlemen can produce overall this upcoming draft. So, Lennon, what was your – what is your draft grade overall with all the players selected as a draft analyst yourself? What would you rate this? I would say the Lions probably had one of the best drafts. I wouldn't say I wouldn't outright say it was like a top five draft class, mm-hmm. but I would say I would say a minus. Um, because I feel like with just like the early selections, Aiden Hutchinson, Jameson Williams. Those two key pieces for that offense and defense for the next five to ten years is going to be essential in 
in the rebuild of the Detroit Lions to maybe what they were when they had Safford at yeah. their peak. Yeah, I, I would go with an A grade on this one. So a little bit bumped up. I think they had a very good draft class. Um, of course, like you mentioned, Hutchinson, Williams, those are the two top players in this draft, obviously. We'll see how they can do in the next five, ten years for Detroit. Um, for Pascal, Joseph, and Mitchell, we'll see how those guys are going to slide in, going to have a little bit of a battle to see how much playing time they're going to get. And as for the last couple picks with Rodriguez, Houston, and Lucas, I really like those selections. Good depth pieces, guys. You can plug and play wherever you need them. So I think they got a good amount of value, a, a good selection overall, and a very good draft for Detroit, who has been rebuilding for quite a while now. Hope, hopefully with uh, Jared Goff and company. Like I said, the record wasn't the best last year, but hopefully they can get things turned around so they're not picking top five next year. All, all the wishes and best luck for Detroit. We want to see you guys have a great season, get back in the playoffs much sooner rather than later. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. Like I said, if you've enjoyed this video or this episode of the podcast today, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live each and every single week on Facebook and YouTube. Check out our amazing podcast, well, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, iHeartRadio. If you have an Alexa or a Google Home device, you can just say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google, play 100th football. And it'll do it. We've tried to hear on the show before, and it works. So go over there, check us out. Leave us a review as well. Like I said, check us out on Instagram and LinkedIn. Drop a comment over there. And, of course, we love all your comments on Facebook and YouTube. We interact with you each and every single day. Without you, the fans, none of this would be possible. So thank you very much. And for my special guest today, Lennon Chris, thanks so much for coming on the show and providing your expertise on the NFL Draft Recap for the Detroit Lions in 2022. I've been your host, Logan Lance. Have a tremendous day, everyone. And we will talk to you again on another live episode of 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio. Be safe. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.